Welcome back to the Generations of Hunt podcast. I'm running solo today in my studio, if you want to call it that. So just getting back from the great outdoor show in uh, Harrisburg, PA. That was an amazing time. Uh, It was really cool to kind of just like get to meet people and like put your hands on product. Like for where I'm at, like Michigan really doesn't have any shows like that, like product shows or consumer shows and all that. So and then it's like the first show after ATA. So it's pretty cool to check these shows right out. Like while everything's pretty uh, new and relevant, I guess you want to say and put your hands on some prototype things and all that stuff so it was a really cool experience man i can just like kind of you know we uh me and uh, adam miller from the bow hunter chronicle uh we flew down there wednesday and then we went to the show thursday and then i kind of just followed him for a little bit and all that and <laughs> you know it's funny he just texted me that, uh, but uh I mean, it was really, it was really nice. I mean, like the guy's a mastermind and it was really awesome just to watch him network and all that. And I was just sitting back and I met a lot of cool people. And then, uh, we kind of just like, you know, once you go through that whole show, it's fucking huge, man. It's really big. So like you go through, it took us a long time to go through it, obviously, but like you, we didn't go through like the outfitter hall or nothing like that. Like we, that had no interest in us. So you know there's like a gun hall there's an outdoor hall like campers and like stuff like that like and then there's a art right archery hall gun hall and then there's outdoor outdoor hall or something like that and then the outdoor living hall and then there was a fishing hall and obviously everybody knows that i just walked through the fishing hall we didn't even look so but I mean, it was really cool to check out some of the products. I mean, and then like the following the next day, like Adam was like, like basically people were coming up to talk about saddles and Adam did his thing. And then like, I eventually, you know, kind of joined him and all that. And we were just talking about saddles and all that. So that was like really cool. It was just really cool to talk to people. Like it's so weird for like me because like I'm emerged in hunting so it's really difficult for me to somebody comes up to me and like says like they've never even sat in a saddle or like like or they don't know nothing about saddles or nothing like that so that was just like different for me because I get so emerged in everything and it just like it's like your whole world and then all of a sudden you get brought back to reality and like it's it's just difficult i mean to like understand like that but it's normal i mean there's nothing wrong with that and not knowing that stuff and and, like i i didn't know it all and i still don't know it all so it was really cool to talk to people you meet a lot lot of nice people and stuff so i think the highlights of that show is like some of the things i'm going to take take away from there like i think there's a lot of gimmicky stuff out there now dude and like the great latest greatest products doesn't really get me anymore and that's like kind of how like i'm transitioning as a hunter i guess in, in a sense like like I, I i think i've told this multiple times like i fell to that instagram loop of where like 
just my hunting style like oh well these guys are shooting 150 inch deer i only should be shooting 150 inch deer well they're hunting illinois iowa and like kansas and stuff like it's not really relatable but i gravitated to that and i'm still gonna stick to my guns on that stuff but like that and then like gimmick stuff like well these guys are getting new bows and all that and i have to get a new bow every year and then i i finally compromised on that ordeal like not to buy a new bow every year so like my vxr is like three years old i think i'm gonna sell that bow this year though so but i mean it could probably go another three seasons with it but uh and I, I'm still mad I sold my Halon 32. That was like my favorite bow, dude. It, it was a shooter. But like you don't need the latest, greatest tools. And like, like a, oh, I needed the Lone Wolf Custom uh, stand. And I bought that. And I was like, this is going to be the ticket. And then, then I bought a saddle because I was like, oh, this is going to be a ticket. Well, find out I sat in the saddle. I was like, well, I don't even want the stand anymore because the saddle is like all I do. So like. You just got to find what fits you. And it's not like the latest, greatest product. It may help, I guess, in a sense, but I don't, I don't think that you need the latest, greatest. And I just feel like it, I think if you're more comfortable with what you're in and more confident with what you're using, then that's the ticket. So I'm just trying to, I'm going to personally, I'm going to start liquidating a lot of my stuff. I'm holding on a lot of my older stuff. Like, dude, like I just need to get rid of it. It's just not, it's not benefiting me like and all that. So <clears throat> I mean, and then like camo and stuff like that's like, I seen a lot of good camo and there was some other stuff there. I was like, yeah, I, I, I see how you market it and all that. So, I mean, you don't need the latest greatest camo and it doesn't it's not about price price doesn't mean shit anymore i thought well this is a 300 dollars jacket it's gonna be good that doesn't mean shit like backpacks and stuff like that man uh adam bought some like 80 dollar ele elevate or elevate ele uh elevate not elevation or something yeah elevation backpacks and dumb things are sweet, 80 bucks, man. Like, the Mystery Ranch is, right, 200. I'm not talking bad because I had a Mystery Ranch, but I'm just saying, like, 80 bucks, man. That thing is a steal, and it was a, it was an awesome backpack. So, I mean, and that's with camo. Like, I'm, I'm probably going to start stepping away from Sitka and all that stuff. So, uh, I really want to try Huntworth, get some of their Huntworth stuff and all that. That's what I'm gravitating to this year. I mean... There was some other stuff there that was nice, but I mean the Q, the QU and the Osseo stuff is, uh, was nice. I mean, but man, I just it's just getting up there in price again, man. I'm just like, man, maybe if I was going on a Alaskan hunt or something, but it really doesn't depend on my life. That stuff do so. Um. I think uh, I've seen, like, the Zinger guys. Some Zinger guys were really cool, really nice, and all that. Um, I might try them out. Just, I don't know if I'll, I'll probably hunt with them. I'll probably hunt with them. I don't know if I do, like, 3D with them. But uh, I'm going to try them out. Maybe hunt with, or, yeah, hunt with them this year. I mean, why not, man? I mean, they, they, they're so tough. I didn't know they were that tough and all that. So that was a really cool product. What else was there? 
trying to think of $40 beef jerky. That was really cool down there. No, not at all. But I mean, it was just really cool. There was a lot of good, I mean, obviously the latitude stuff like was awesome. I mean, their sticks, everybody knows about the sticks, like all their products is really good. Like I'm going to switch from their platform. I'm, I'm going to switch to their platform, get rid of my XOP saddle platform. And I mean, that, that X-Wing is so good. I like stood on it all weekend and was like, this is my platform for me. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think there was like the number one things. There were some things I seen there was like, like, I don't want to like trash anybody, but like I seen some products or some things that people were doing there. And I was like, man, that's not right. But I mean, I guess that's the way it is. I mean, their job is to make money, not all that, but it was, it was just weird. So, I mean, other than that, uh, for product wise, I think that was like the biggest things were, um, I don't think anything, there's probably some other things I'm missing, but it was so big and all that and stuff, but it was really nice to like go to like, well, you could go to tether and then you could go to cruiser and then you could go to out on a limb or latitude. I mean, you could wear all them saddles there and find out the one you actually like uh, instead of just making the $400 or $300, $400 commitment or whatever, how much they cost. I mean, that would really suck to get a saddle for like three or 400 bucks and then find out it sucks and then you have to sell it used. So that's a real good thing about them. And I'm kind of mad Michigan doesn't have anything like that. And I mean, our deer and turkey expos, man, it's all outfitters and gutter leaf salesmen. So I, I don't know why Michigan such a great, I mean, the trad show was awesome, the tr but, uh, I don't know. I think Gaylord has one that everybody talks about. I think Ohio has a bunch of good ones, like the mobile expo and all that stuff. Sorry, my throat is still tore up from talking so much and, and uh, I'm going to try to talk as much as I can before I can't go anymore but I mean and then and then there was just the people in general just meeting all the people was really 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 good and, I mean like Trev from the Drive podcast and then Steve and all that from that podcast and then some new guys uh I don't know if they're real. I think they said they were newer and all that. The Craven Wild podcast, they were really nice and super cool. And one guy's a really good archer. So I really had to check them out. And I listened to one of their podcasts. And yeah, they're going to be doing really good things and stuff. And them guys were just super nice and all that. And the Latitude Boys were super awesome. They're the nicest people I've ever met in my life. So. It was really cool and like honored to like hang out with them and stuff. So, and then like talking about like hunting podcasts, like on a general, like is, I remember somebody saying like, oh no, like another hunting podcast. I was like, man, bring them on. There's no limit of how many hunting podcasts there are. I mean, there should, I mean, whatever, man, if you guys want to start one, if, go for it do it man because there's it's not a yeah there's a lot of podcasts and all that and do it man if it's one of your passions do it man you, you have to 
I mean, it's such a, like, you can't appeal to everybody. And that's why even the big people can't appeal to you. Like, how can you relate to some of them guys that are hunting 40, 60-acre private pieces or the 6,000-acre private pieces? I mean, they can't relate to you, so... You know, and then you find somebody that's like, oh, man, this person, I really like this. I like his hunting style, but he hunts the mountains, the Appalachian Mountains, like, and I hunt ag. Like, take what he can use and then find somebody that hunts ag like you do, a podcast, you know. So I don't think there should be any limits. And if somebody would have told me, like, don't start another podcast or all that because you're just not going to be a nobody and, Maybe I am a nobody. I don't really give a fuck. As long as I, I just do this for fun, I don't. I lose money doing this. I mean, I spent all this. I actually have new equipment on right now. I'm testing it out, and I'm really liking it. I mean, it's such a rabbit hole of just spending money and all that. So, and I love it. Yeah, I, I, I don't care. I never planned on making money off of this. So, if anybody ever has a question about the podcast doing it starting out where do you start give me a holler i can try to point you in the right directions i can give you some tips i i can i think the biggest tip would just spend good money on your mic spend good money on your mic and then get a headset man get a headset the broadcasting headsets or whatever i think that'd be your best bet because a lot of times when you get mics you get people that don't if you get a lot of guests that don't know how to talk and no mic they'll start back away and then they won't notice it and then they're sitting far away and all that and then 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 you go back and when you're editing and stuff then you you can hear the difference and they go god i should have told them gotta stand close but it's people they don't know so the headsets constantly keeps the mics right there and stuff but having good mics i think that the biggest thing because that's that's what your bread and butter is you know I think a decent board, you can get away with, like, I learned people using just the regular Zoom P4 for their whole system, and I was like, there's no way you have to have, he's like, nope, that's all I use, so, I mean, and that's like 160 bucks, I mean, you can get boards there, like, $800 all day, so, like, and he's, and he's a top-rated podcaster, if you want to so and he only uses like 180 dollars i mean it's fucking true and try and then it's mobile as fuck you can take that anywhere it's with you so yeah a good mic or headset or whatever i think that's the best thing but yeah like i said if you have any questions on that just let me know i mean i'll try to shoot in the right direction just a lot of youtube and all that i mean yeah there's not enough podcasts i i can tell you that and i'm not i mean sarcastic because like yeah like just you got to find the right one for you and all that so yeah i was yeah. <laughs> i'm just getting so many texts right now i'm trying to so yeah i mean if anybody wants to hear something i mean we got small game coming up and we got some small game stuff on the bracket. I got Habitat guy coming up. Um, I'm trying to get this one guy in here. Get him on here. Then we got some big buck stories coming up. Um, yeah, man, I, th I think it's, gonna be, it's growing good. It's kind of at the, the 
not the dead period, but like kind of when like transition of a lot of people like just getting in out of hunting. They're like, oh, I'm done for the season because a lot of states just closed up finally, and then and then some people are like, I don't want to talk about or touch it for another two three months. So and then just shed season. Some people are into sheds. I don't know. It's just so hard. Like shed is like, how do you talk about podcasts like that? Oh yeah, I just. You know, I mean, there's some good guys, I mean, like Dana Pace and them guys are just like all for it. Like, I don't know, man. It just be, it's just like one thing I, I can't talk about because I'm not good at it. So, I mean, I think the best thing for you to do is just to get outside right now. I mean, it's decent weather. It's been the mildest winter I've seen in a long time. So. Yeah, and then I think it's just getting ready. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can do. You can scout right now for next season. I mean, I think that's really important. A lot of people are utilizing. There's some mad people that are doing it right now. And, like, I learned so much from them just doing it right now. I was just like, wow, I never even thought about looking for this right now and then how you can use it in the fall. But, like, speaking of kind of, like, what's coming up, I don't think I'm going to go out west for any spring stuff, so that kind of a bummer. I always love a good spring bear camp, but I think this fall is going to be insane for me. Like, I don't know. Like, I want to be so chaotic that I don't know what's going on. Because, <laughs> like, I want to try, I want to try over-the-counter elk. Like, I just at the point where I'm done planning, planning stuff and, Everybody always wants to talk about it, but never want to do about it. So I think I'm just going to go out there. Even if I get my wiener kicked in the dirt, I, I want to do it. Like, I think I can do something like that. But a lot, there's a lot of county. Like, I got a couple points. I got points in Mo Montana and Wyoming. I don't think I'll draw Wyoming. I don't think I'm going to wait anyways for, like, two years on that to, to get a, a nice unit for the elk. So, I mean, that's the biggest thing you can do. Like, you're like, I'm not going to wait to my four year, five years of points to go out there for my first time elk hunting. I think that's like a disservice. Like, I'll totally not know what to do. I'd rather go out there on an over-the-counter tag and learn a little bit and then make sure it's not my, my five points and all that system. So, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to try to do. I mean... Just no plan, just go out there for four or five days, just running around and probably running a lot out of the hunters, but, you know, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to be doing it. So, I mean, that will put you, I think, 90% of people that talk about elk hunting. I mean, everybody, it's on everybody's list. Everybody says, I want to go elk hunting, but there's so many options to do it. You don't even have to plan, basically, to do it, so. That's one thing I'm going to do this fall. And then Kansas for sure. I'm, we're like guaranteed to draw a tag. Next year I'll draw Iowa. I think, yeah, I'll have five points in Iowa. Or was it four points? I can't remember. I think I'm going to draw Iowa next year. If not, whatever. And then I think Illinois, I would love to maybe get a lease. Maybe do some. It's hard to find a lease when you're this far away. That's not fucking 
$10,000. I think if like three or four guys get a lease in Illinois, that would be cool with that. So something. Yeah, Illinois tag is expensive though. It's like 600 bucks for a buck tag or something like that. It's fucking crazy. But whatever. I mean, I can't bitch about deer quality in Michigan if I don't leave Michigan. So that's my whole mentality is like, I can't just sit here and complain and complain, go Michigan doesn't have the deer. Maybe I can't find them, you know, in a sense. Maybe it's me, maybe. So if I go over there where naturally, I guess they have some bigger deer and I can't shoot them there or find them there, Maybe I'll just learn now I'm a bad hunter. So, I mean, that's a, what's kind of on the docket. I might go to Ohio, but I, I think I say that every year and I never go down to Ohio. That's why I hate making plans because every time I make a plan, I feel like I break that plan. So, that's why I want just chaos where you're just running around and all this stuff. So, all that. I mean, what are you guys thinking this fall? I know it's so. F- far away but it's so it comes so quick so all that I think I'm going to be running basically I probably have a whole new bow set up basically I want to have a whole new bow I'll probably run the phase 4 Matthews ultra view site I don't know what actual well, I guess that'd be ultra view scope and then the site itself. I don't know. I might get the landslide, but they're like 400 bucks. Kind of ridiculous for just, just a site, no scope. But that's why I probably archery talk it and see if I can get it for like used. Nothing wrong with used stuff, dude. Half my, half that VXR was a, a all used stuff. So 10 inch stabilizer in the front and then six on back I, I shortened up I used to be 12 and 8 but I shortened up to 10 and well I did 12 and 6 and I like the 6 and I think I'm going to shorten the 10 up or 2 10 run that run my deer cross archery arrows like always the ruptures then probably sticking with the severs this year and then Obviously for my trad bow, shooting Elite Origin, some Legacy Arrows. And I think I'm going to just do the Iron Wheels on there for the turkeys. But uh, somebody's telling me I should get them guillotines or whatever on the recurve, but I don't know how they fly. I don't know if that would be a good deal. So I think I'd just stick with the Iron Wheels on that for the turkeys. Yeah, I'm going to do the recurve for the turkey. Hopefully Matt's really good at guiding. And then, I don't know, man. I think that's basically what I have. I mean, well, I guess I could do some PSE or PSE got bought out by um, Heritage Outdoor Group or something like that. So, I mean, that's a that's a strange, like, kind of thing because... Uh, it's like it's so like finicky when these groups buy stuff like this. It kind of like you almost get like a conglomerate of these outdoor groups. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. But like, like you kind of see it where like 
Carbon Express, they got bought by a group. And then like quality kind of just like, I think it would just go. And, or it wouldn't like, like they didn't care about like hunt or like the archery side of it. Like the actual like target stuff. So like they stopped putting like contingency money in there. And then people were like, well, I'm not going to shoot them if I, if I win a tournament and I don't get no extra money for it. I mean, that's somehow they make mo their living. So right i don't know you know something like that i mean it was just that's just a weird space for me i mean yeah i want the i want the sport to grow i want it to be more recognizable by but at a certain sense like when these conglomerates come in here and they own 30 fucking products and they just i think quality goes down and then like like what the consumer actually wants like goes way down too so i don't know i could be completely wrong so so just what i've seen with other industry stuff like outside of hunting and stuff but i think that's basically all i can spout out right now and hopefully everybody's doing good and all that and appreciate you guys listening and if you haven't yet Go uh, like the podcast on Apple or Spotify, or and then you can like. I think we have TikTok or Instagram, whatever you guys. If you want to go follow us there, and we're not really active on TikTok that much. I mean, we're not making stupid dance videos, but we we try to post a, at least a video every every week. So I appreciate you guys doing that. Uh, hope everybody's doing good. And then if like it always like if you guys have any suggestions just message me on instagram facebook whatever i appreciate you guys listening